what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves Casio. Well, we are live. Here guys. we are. And we've been live for like 10 minutes, but we were pretending we weren't live. But we are. Number, what are we on? 120. I don't know. That's up to you. You're the six. counter on this. 126, Chuck. We are live here, by the way. Chuck, Viper Studios, Unit 3, Chuck. Studio the Magic a. Man. Welcome, the Magic. Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> Chuck is magic behind the cameras. <laughs> Jason Woods, Thanks, beautiful Jason. name. Thank you, Jason. He's Wherever pulling us out of the woods with his help, Mr. Woods. Uh, we are here with <laughs> Travis, back. Back. Second Welcome time. back here. again. Different location. Different spot, right? But good stuff. Yeah, cool, you know, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. We're doing something cool today, a little bit different. We're doing a live voice lesson yeah. for your voice. For your voice. You're going to free your voice? I've never seen a live voice lesson, so I'm really excited. To Me neither. I have no expectations at all. Don't have expectations. Me neither. That's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll just be in our, in our lesson. In our zone. Yeah. So this is Aya Nori. Yes. I said it you correctly. You said it right. You said it correctly. You, said it right. you spelled Attaboy. it wrong, but you said it I right. I so spelled fine. it wrong. That was Mike. That oh, my, you did? My yeah, apologies. Me. Yeah. That's okay. Um, so how do you guys know each other? How did, um, let's just get into it. Yeah. Yeah. How do we know each other? Um, I met Travis a long time ago at a at a studio in Manhattan, Manhattan. that I was working at. I was um, working there as a teacher. She was working there as a front desk. Yes, I was the assistant. And uh, yeah, I just started taking lessons with you. How long ago was that? Was that like that was 2013. 13. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I moved to Nashville and you I was gone for a while. Too. Um, it's yeah. been music capital, basically Nashville, right? Yeah. I was there for three years, but oh yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of took lessons my whole life and took lessons with everybody at the studio, and I just like loved taking lessons with you. So when I moved back to New York and you like started your own thing, I was like, "Where are you at?" So stoked. Yeah, yeah uh, when we were working together in the city, there was a lot of um, just great vibes. Like in our in our in our sessions, like I would throw things at her and she would pick it up, that kind of thing, and then she would run with it. And I was like, what's going on? Like, students sometimes, everybody learns differently, but sometimes people take the whole lesson. She would take two seconds. Okay, now what do I got to do? So she eats it up, and then she comes home, and then she comes back, or she goes home, I should say, and then comes back with more questions. So she is the ideal, like, eater of student music lessons. Yeah. 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 You you learn, she right? is in the receptive mode 24-7 when it comes to her craft, which is good, because Sponge she wants mode. to yeah. become better. So um, since 2013, and then when I started for your voice out here in Long Island, she contacted me and just came on over. Yeah. So give us a little recap, actually, of Free Your Voice, so if people didn't listen to that. Yeah. Um, we're in Massapequa Park, off of Sunrise Highway, right by the train station, and uh, I started it, I want to say, three years ago now, and it was I've had a vision to start a vocal studio for a long time, and um, I was working in New York City for a period of time and, and getting a lot of great content there and learning how to deal with people and coaching and, and um, I guess, expand what I knew through students and see them expand. It's an ever-expanding thing. And um, when I decided to come out here, it just felt like it was time. And the wildest thing happened. Everybody was like, you need to have a social media presence. You need to have 
YouTube videos. You need to have, in order to find clients, you need to advertise, advertise, advertise. Everybody's doing that. Yeah. And it, it does work, but I didn't do that. And I didn't feel the need to do that right away. I was like, okay, let's just see where this goes. And people I don't even know, we talked about this in the last one, from all around the country started finding out about me through this producer or this manager or this artist or my cousin's friend said you're the best or whatever. And it was all word of mouth. And the, now I'm at 40 students a week, roughly. I'm always packed. And it's people, whether, whether it's Skype, whether it's local, whether it's New York City. The, I have five boroughs represented. I have students that yeah. take the train from Staten Island and the Bronx every week. Not Skype. Like, some people come from the city with Skype, and they're like, oh, I need to make sure I'm taking a voice lesson via Skype, which does work, by the way. It's very, very um, appropriate and works. But mm -hmm. some people want to come. I had one student that used to come every Saturday from Boston. Wow. I have one student that comes every Saturday morning from Pennsylvania, two and wow. a half hours just to come. I have all five boroughs coming, and I got students in Atlanta via Skype. I got students in Florida. I got students in L.A. It's, what? But none of this was with social media. Yeah. And now you're starting and to And now up I'm the starting up the game. social media, which is really cool, and I'm loving it. But it started with really word of mouth, and I, it, it just goes to show you that if you put it out there, it'll definitely come back. Come back to you. For sure. Well, and the value that you bring is so, like – Transferable. Sorry, I feel like I'm so forgetting that you I can have to talk into to this you thing. You can move closer you want. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, I just feel like what you do is so true, and like, I, I hate selling things, but I like can't not talk about you to other people, even oh, people who don't that. really know about the voice. I'm just like, my voice teacher is my soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, why are you talking about that right now? So That's awesome. I appreciate that. What is, it, what is it about them? Have you had other voice coaches before? Yes. Oh my God. I've had so many. Um, I've had teachers in, I mean, I, I went to Berkeley and I took, uh, my voice was my principal instrument there. And it was just like, and I had voice teachers before, and even at the studio in Manhattan, not to downplay anybody else's skills, but I think it was just the connection. And Travis, you are like, you are such a holistic teacher, um, and you customize, you really like take uh, every opportunity to find students' like potentials and, and, and push on that button a little bit more and mm. like find what really resonates with them instead of just being like, this is the rule book, this is how you teach. And mm. I think that for me was like, I don't like rules and I don't like authority and I've just appreciated that. Oh well, it takes, we're all in it together, you know, like it takes, it takes the, the student to make the good teacher. Exactly. Yeah, the, the, the student comes in and the teacher should be finding that's the whole goal of a good coach i suppose is my to fine-tune that my little thing my favorite thing is when i come in and you're like you like flip around you grab a book you're like i have this i was waiting to show you this from yep. I'm doing i was doing <laughs> research on that one problem that you had i'm like you think about me when i'm oh. not here <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah i'm a little bit of a vocal nerd like like when my <laughs> yeah. students leave i'm like okay they were f what is this and i get in the books and get in it and it's it's important because um I just said this today. It was funny. You know when you go to the eye doctor and like they do the one thing closed and it's like, yeah. here you are. And then they keep flipping the thing back and forth and you don't really see a change at first. They're like, a this one or this one and you're a lying. Yeah. You're like, yeah. it's either one, but you're kind of guessing. And then they go another one and then it's a little bit clearer. And right. then, then you're like, okay, that one. And then they get to the third one and now it's really clear. So you're just trying to find the outline, the one that's not the fuzziest. And then yeah. they do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then they go like this and you're like, whoa, I didn't realize that I was... Like when I came in, I thought I was seeing clear, but now I'm seeing extremely clear. Yeah. So it's kind of like what we do in voice lessons. It's like we go through piece by piece of your voice and go, okay, this one or that one, this one or that one. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you're done, hopefully if, you, if it's set up right, you're singing clearer than you did when you came in. And then it's like, I thought I was doing well, but now I'm doing even better. So mm -hmm. that's, that's the goal. That's an interesting analogy. It's cool. 
Yeah. Never yeah. Now, when, last time we spoke, the Travis Weed had brought up that he does a little bit more than vocal coaching. It's almost like a life Therapy. coach. Yes. Yeah. That's what do you feel that you get that out of the out of your lessons too. I mean, in a sense. when I when when you were writing your website and you were like, "Can you do a testimony testimonial for me?" And I was like, all I want to do is explain to people how much you make me feel better when I leave my lesson. Yeah. Because I feel like it could be, there's so much that goes into being a musician. There's, you know, social pressures. There's money. There's, you know, the the stuff that you see on television. And it's really hard to stay centered and focused and calm and and put in the work. And I think without the, the emotional guidance that you bring it's really hard to push through every single week. So mm-hmm. there's so much more than just like technical stuff, like, you know, scales and technique and muscles. And there's really psychological training that goes along with it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you don't get that consistently, and if you don't trust the person that you're working with, you're really not going to make progress. So For sure. Is, I never had a voice lesson, but I think, is it comparable to like the release of like, when you go to the gym and like after you're done, it feels like really good or like after a workout. Oh, and yeah. It's like you're oh, yeah. like clear. Flying high. Yeah, yeah. I'm high. I'm like, I get in my car and I'm like, woo, time to drive home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got 40 minutes. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. So you drive a little way too to get to home. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's like an hour. But I, pr- I, I, I don't care. It's my, it's my time of the week to go. So. Yeah, yeah. You put it aside. Yeah. We make sure, like I always make sure in lessons that they have space. It's their lesson. Yeah, right. You can learn here, but there's got to be space, and you got to expand first and let yourself open, mm-hmm. and then we can get in there and really deal with it. If not, it becomes too technical, and then you lose that personal touch, and you lose that yeah. time, and you lose that development and mm-hmm. artist development. You right. Know. Yeah, I mean, we have an hour scheduled, but like the first ten minutes, like I need to just come in and be like, "How are you? How is your week? Right. This yeah. is what I'm going through." And just like kind of be human instead of just like yeah a robot because a lot of times like I said there's never a knock to any studios but a lot of unfortunately a lot of teachers are stuck in a box you know one hour sixty minutes let's get this but uh, from what I understand science shows us but also um, Tibetan monks say forty minutes is all you need to focus on something and you can find it so I can deal with talking to you for the first twenty minutes and then getting exactly what you needed in forty minutes right right more so than sixty. And that's what's really important is sometimes people need that 20 minutes to detox before they... An artist is not your 9-to-5 person who gets behind a computer and just starts going. An artist is somebody who is expressing 24-7. And if they don't have the space to express even when they first come in, there's no way you're going to get their voice moving. Yeah, yeah. it's about the mind, the mind space that you're in. I think if you can spend an hour just drilling you know, something into your head, but if you're not open and you're not receptive to it and you're not in the, the space to welcome it, you're not going to get it. But if you have 20 minutes, we've had 20 minute lessons where I was late and it was like the best 20 minutes of my yeah. life. We <laughs> were just got like, more in 20 minutes than you did in an hour. Yeah. And that's, that's really, it's the most important thing is when you're focused, but that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll start with, with the lesson. Well, no, yeah. no, no, not the lesson. <laughs> I wanted to, we have a little time. Cool. I wanted to get into you like, how did have you always been singing your whole life? Have you been I writing your whole life? Yeah, um, I I have a really sad anecdote to tell you about, like kind of something that kickstarted my whole career. Nice. So I love sad. in second grade, <laughs> and I didn't even plan this, but I think this is a good segue. Um, in second grade, I had a, a like a elementary school music teacher, and I was like, I want to be a singer so bad. I want to be like a performer. I want to s- do what I see on TV, and um, 
I wrote her this like horrible letter and I handed it to her because <laughs> I was too embarrassed to tell her face to face that I wanted to be a musician. Yeah. Um, and I wrote her this letter and I was like, I want to be a famous singer when I grew up. And she like laughed at it and then like handed it back to me. What? And I was just like, oh my God, she was like. She's like, that's cute. I swear to God. <laughs> You'll uh, never do that's that. That's crazy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, this is like, I just got shit on by like. When you were like seven? And I was like seven, seven years old. Um, so I just had like, I had a couple of experiences like that where I just kind of felt really embarrassed. And I. To even try. To even try. Or to even mm. just like, I come from a, a First, I'm a first-generation American, so my parents immigrated here, and you know it's a very like blue-collar lifestyle where you like you make your money, you spend your money, you buy your house, um, and yeah. to do anything freelance and to do something creative, which is, I mean, my dad is an artist, my dad's a painter, um, but he also he had to, you know, do the blue-collar life. So mm -hmm. I just had this, um, you know role model environment around me where it was just like you do the work you do the work you do the work so music is something that you can't really grip too too tight on um and i'm a very type a personality where what do you I mean you can't grip too tight on it you can't grip too tight on it in the sense that like there's no real like procedure you don't just sit down and go i'm gonna i'm gonna build a song with with two by fours and you mm. know i'm just gonna um, emote this this tragedy that I feel or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be really in tune to what that means, who you are, you know, what art is just such an abstract thing, which mm -hmm. is I think what I what I appreciate, you know, the fact that we're human, we have consciousness and we can create these like mm. weird, unnecessary things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I I was very like like regimented in my life and I, I studied and I practiced and I practiced. I played violin for like since like fourth grade to 12th grade. Mm. And I was really competitive and I played tennis and I was just like, had to be the best at everything. And um, I never really like had an organic experience with music. It was always just like my own. Um, I built a studio. My dad bought me Pro Tools when I was like 15. <laughs> and I had like an old M box, like the fish, the shark fin version, whatever. So you didn't let your second grade teacher get to you? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I didn't. I kept it, I kept it very private. Um, mm. But I would perform every once in a while. And um, I think what really like motivated me was when I got accepted into Berkeley. And I was like, oh, wow, I think I got in. Not because I did a really good audition. Um, I was going to do uh, engineering, and there weren't a lot of female engineers. So I really think that's what got me in. Not that's to sell good. myself <laughs> short, but... Um, it helped. It helped. Mm -hmm. It helped set me, set me aside, mm. I think. Um, mm -hmm. But so that kind of like... The institutionalization of music at Berkeley was a good and a bad thing. It taught me a lot of... of you know, theory and, and necessary background stuff. Background stuff. You know, I studied everything from, I mean, I have a classical piece of an orchestra that I like conducted myself. Oh, so awesome. it's cool. I couldn't do that again now. That was <laughs> so long. I forgot how to, you know, <laughs> use, you know, music <laughs> notes. Not, yeah. not really true, but <laughs> I don't think I could do that again. But I went, I went through the process and I studied and I learned the history and everything. And I got out and I was just like, I have debt. I have no idea what I'm going to do with my mm. life. So, you know, I kind of like, kind of got lost. And I think a lot of my, my peers got lost and we all kind of tried our own, fight our own way. Um, and then... Stop <laughs> playing music for a stopped while? Stop playing music, yeah. I got into bank vendor risk management. 
Bank, bank management? vendor risk management. Bank vendor risk management. Okay. So that sounds German. So banks vendor risk management. <laughs> <laughs> vendor risk management. Uh, so no, I I collected like due diligence documents and like you know helped banks and credit unions not you know default on their their compliance audits and a bunch of other words that doesn't really matter anymore. Oh, right. um, but I did that for three years and I did really well and I got really sucked into the job because I'm just like very, again, like competitive and mm. I like to progress. And by the end of it, I was like, I'm miserable. I don't want to do this. Like I'm out of debt. Let me, let me go back and try to do music again. And that's, that was two years ago. So I'm really, really happy to be here today. And I've just kind of been trying to bring it together, bring it back to square one. So getting out of debt was like the thing that you need, the hump you need to get over in order to come back, kind of? No, I oh. think it was hitting rock bottom. Hitting rock bottom. Hit, so? hit What's rock your rock bottom? bottom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I don't know who's watching. <laughs> um, I... So Nashville was pretty dark, but I won't get, go too far into detail. Mm. Uh, basically, you could list them off. I had a shitty job. I had a great job, but I hated it. Um, I had a relationship that was kind of failing after, you know, many, many, many years. We were college, college sweethearts. Mm -hmm. um, I missed my friends. I missed New York. I was bored. Um, yeah. I was drinking way too much. That was probably the rock, the true rock bottom. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I just got so bored. I got so bored. Like monotonous life, kind yeah. of like it kept feeling like I was like, this can't, thing. this can't be it. I loved like I was like dressing up for work. I was like driving my car to the office. I had an office. <laughs> I had like direct reports. Like I would host weekly meetings. But you weren't. It was. It wasn't nuts. doing it for you. No, it wasn't doing it for me, and I think. I had a really, I was really fortunate. My parents have a situation where we own a house in Long Island, but my dad's a superintendent of an apartment building in Manhattan. So they give him an apartment so that they're out of the house for five days a week. Uh. There you go. So I'm like, yo, it's like living at home without my parents there. Mm -hmm. So I moved back home. Mm -hmm. I moved back home. They're gone for five days out of the week. I see them on That's the weekends. Awesome. I'm like, hey, we can <laughs> have food together. <laughs> um, and so I just kind of went, you know, I, I didn't do anything for like a year. I worked at a bar one day a week and then, you know, things, I just started kind of like getting my feet back in the water and practicing and singing. And that's when I reached out to Travis and was like, yo, I got to get my vocal chop back up. Get it back up. So, cool. yeah. You said something that was interesting about monotonous and boring. We were just talking about finding like that childhood passion of fun. Yeah. If you can't have fun in everything that you do, what are you doing? I know that's such a deep question, but it's really that's it's really simple too. It's really like, simple. There are people who do it, who do what you were doing and find that to be fun for them, and so they're really good at it, and they will wake up every day and can't wait to go to it. But that wasn't your fun, yeah, right? So that wasn't your reality, and your reality had to be yet or is being yet created in the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, I yeah. love it. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of fun, yeah. explain to us what we're gonna see today. So today we're gonna get into the creative vibe of everything um yeah. what we do in lessons is we or what i do with with my students is kind of analyze where they're at on a daily basis and the reason why the emotional scale is so important in it is because if they're low it's gonna be very hard to get them to do things that are high so to speak high flying within their actual you know craft so you got to bring that up first but what you're going to see today is just 
basic technique and structure. So I'm going to be listening for specific things that she's doing in her voice, and then I'm going to kind of craft an exercise around that. So this way we can get the right muscles moving and get the right connection moving, et cetera, et cetera. Because in the voice, it's like so many tiny muscles that come together. There's there's the TA and the CT and the vocalis muscle. There's just a ton of muscles that are all... They need to move synergetically, but they usually don't because speaking habits are bad or because bad singing habits. So then somebody goes and sees maybe a, a voice teacher, a speech coach, and they learn a few things, but they don't learn how to manipulate their mm. craft to be yeah. free, right? To work in synergy with the body, the mind, the the breathing system, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And that's what we're going to work through today, just through little things. And it's, you're going to see the eye doctor thing, like, is this better or is this better? And yeah. then you're going to hear the slight subtle changes. And then when students practice that or they do that, um, it's it, it'll just come together for them. I tell everybody it's more subconscious than it is in the front of your mind. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. if we're ready, let's, let's jump into this lesson. What's up, Dan? Yeah. yeah, let me put my guitar down. Yeah, yeah go for it. Is this like so? Each person, do you have like a lesson plan? Each student, like that's what a great you're question. Do that week? Um, absolutely not. So, <laughs> I used to do lesson plans, and I found them to be extremely confining. Um, I kind of mm. work on there's there are specific things that every singer needs to know that are foundational. So, if you're not functioning in that, the lesson will be geared toward building the foundation. That's for sure. So, you, there will be you know re repetition and 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 stuff that is I guess lesson planned. But once the foundations are laid, when you come in, it's kind of like you have a, we said this once before, you have a question, I have an answer. So you say this week, I really want to work on belting. Okay, no problem, because your foundation's been laid. So now I listen to where your voice is at for the day, and then we make those adjustments, uh, and then we go from there to get the it. belt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there were, a, there were a couple of months where I was like, I was really pushing myself, and we just spent months just doing recovery stuff. Yeah, just recovering. I was just like, uh, Like what, pushing your voice too far, you're saying? Like you were singing too... I was blowing out. up my voice. There uh, were like patches in my voice where I'd be like, I'd be skipping notes. Yeah, like holes, like like potholes. I guess the voice would skip over. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we had to do. Oh a my lot god, it's my sister. She said, "Love you." <laughs> 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 there you go. That's so cute. Hi, That's Kiki. <laughs> What's up, anyway. Kiki? Yeah, she's the uh, she's the OG Kiki, not that Drake Kiki. Kiki. Yeah. Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's what we that's what we do. That's awesome, cool. dude. You want right. to get into it? Yeah, we can get into it. All so right. go for it. Stage is yours. Sick. So you know the deal. <coughs> so just to kind of give the viewers a co quick concept of what the voice is, there's there's multiple um, partials to the voices: upper, middle, lower, and they all have to work together in order to create a great sound. So we kind of work through her voice, in the mixed voice, the chest voice, the head voice, and we work with different pieces to get one voice together, kind of like a choir. Many voices equal one. Gotcha. Right? Or universal law. So let's get, you know, I always drop something in there. I love <laughs> it, man. So we're going to do this on, remember the, it's, it's kind of like um, an F sound without the teeth, right? Kay. It's on the lips. So it's like a fuh, fuh sound. Fuh, so we'll do a fuh, 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 fuh. Okay, so you're going to try that again, and on the top note, do a little less air and a little bit of a higher tongue in the back. Close. And now right between the eyes at the nose point, put the sound. Much better. Now get that ping right between the eyes, and then make it more of a fuh, fuh, so get an E vowel behind the O. Better. Yeah, now give me more of a fuh. Mm -hmm. So, like the word key, you know the deal. 
What's the deal with the key? Mm. High tongue. Yes. So not fwe with the high with the. L- so Alex has had some issues over the past um, while. I'm, I'm bilingual. So, so it's an issue. Lo- yeah, no, it, it is, is because her 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 placement is entirely different because oh. she speaks a language that's much darker. The root of her tongue has a tendency to want to push down against the larynx, creating dark sounds. And when wow. she goes to speak, yeah, it's very old, very back. So we have to bring that forward. That's amazing. Yep. So fwe, you get a little higher tongue. Fwe, fwe, fwe. Fwe, fwe, fwe. Mm-hmm. So did you hear that on the top? Yes. All right. So what do you think went wrong on the top? Um, I didn't have enough compression. You didn't have enough compression. So what are you going to do to fix it? Um, uh, I don't want to squeeze more. Not squeeze more, but pinch. Pinch more. Now some people, oh my God, uh, voice you just said to pinch. It's a long story. Uh, <laughs> don't pinch if you're a singer, but I'll explain later. <laughs> yeah. So that's the oh, edge, it. right? I got Find it. it. Yep. There you go. Coming down. one good so that was taking her through the upper part of her range that you heard those small little pieces where she made one flat or sharp and that was the adjustment so building on the bottom chest voice bub b-u-b right nice one more time so what do you think was good about that um I tried to keep a balance between the two registers, right? Um, but I think I just controlled it too much. Controlled it too much. So yeah, too much squeezing. Breathy chords, right? Mm-hmm. So ba. Ba 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 ba. Yeah. So keep it there. Ba 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 ba. Yeah. So it's breathy, but it's not really attractive. But try it again. Ba 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 ba. Yeah. Ba 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 ba. Uh huh. Two more. Ba 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 ba. Uh huh. Ba ba ba. Now go back to the tighter that you were doing, or more compressed, we should say. Yeah, and clean it up with nasal resonance. There it is. Did you guys hear the difference? So there's a little bit more of a ring to that. Do it again. Nice. Now you want to go over here a little more than Brandon. Now it gets darker, right? So cover the upper lip down and go more lighter in the back. Balanced. Yeah, so that's a little light. You can darken that with the mouth. Buh. Yeah, lower the larynx just a little bit more. There we go now. Nice. Good, so there was your transition, so just go slightly higher, use a little less air. Yeah, so that's much brighter in the partial, so go forward with it. Now, can you crescendo on that sustain on the top? So go start really small, you know, the meso de voce. Yeah, build off of that. Tinier, higher tongue, smaller back. There you go. Nice. Open up on the top. There it is. A little more nose. There it is. Open that top. 
Bring it down. Preppy chords. So there were some changes in there because we had to, the breathy chords help her get rid of the tension that was building on that top note that was too much tension, but it was good still, nevertheless. Felt good. Yeah, felt good, right? I'm just watching my mom go, we are here, love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> watching, watching you. you yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> my Your mom has an accent, so I do my mom's accent all the time. <laughs> yeah. We I love got a you, question. baby. Like yeah. all this stuff where you're like, all right, add a little more air. Like when you're singing, are you thinking about all this stuff? Oh, it's stuff? Nuts. Like, it's how nuts. do you it's nuts. do this? I'm, <laughs> I'm, you have to think about it. You have to do right brain, left brain. I don't know which one's which. But, mm. like, you have to be in tune with your body 100% and just all oh. do feel. Yeah. And then you have to also consciously be relating what you're feeling to all these things that you know. And you're like, okay, I feel this. What does that mean? You have to, like, like we were saying, it takes, like, six months to build a vocabulary. Right. Yeah. To understand. Yeah. It's all yeah. Yeah. Brain and then, I mean, Pavarotti said in one of his writings, it took him six years with one teacher to fix one part of his voice wow so brick by brick you build your voice it really is it takes some time but it's worth it you know when we're dealing with stuff like this it's it i liken it to sports a lot we talked about like i was just gonna say it's like It's, it's like training your body to function and then Forgetting how to do it in the moment, so your body takes over. When you watch basketball, you know I used to, I oh, played basketball, basketball for a little bit. Yep, yeah. do layups, 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 and then when you're on the court, you're not thinking about a layup. You just yeah. know to go. How your to do a layup? Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing about the voice. As you build, 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 build. If you're doing it correctly, when you go to sing, you're not thinking on the stage at that point. Oh, high larynx, this, this, this. Your voice just knows where to go. Just doing yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. It turns into yeah. like a. I I really feel like. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I really feel like <laughs> Marlon Brando. I forgot what I was gonna say. Lifting my ladder. No, I feel yeah. like I feel like the emotions really start to um, the technical stuff turns into emotions mm-hmm. because you know why, like you know when you when you raise your soft palate, what that's gonna do, right. or when you like bite more, what that's gonna do. So in the moment when you're singing and you're trying to relate an emotion, you're not like I'm gonna bite more. You're just like biting more. You just do it. You just yeah. do it. Yeah. So there are some things that I was saying to her that, um, you know, singers have been told not to do. I was saying more in the nose, right? Mm -hmm. I was saying things like that. And people think, like, when you sing in the nose, it's the worst thing in the world. (laughs) But it's really not. Actually, it's the opposite effect. What what this is is a high, tight larynx. And that's what people hear when they think of, like, the Steve Urkel voice or the Fran voice. They think of this, like, but the nose is something that we use, or at least nasal resonance, is something we use every day in speaking. Your consonants, M, N, and NG, are what they call nasal consonants, according to the IPA chart or the International Phonetic Alphabet. So if you go mm, mm, or sing, or king, those are all, if you pinch your nose, try it real quick. Just pinch your nose and say king. 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 It goes right in. But if you let go, it's, it doesn't sound like that. King. So the, right. So you don't sound like king, right? So we teach singers to be able to release their upper resonance in the vocal mask, which is behind the nose, but the sensation of air flowing through the nose. And that's what gets her through the break in her voice. Yeah. Wow. Is being tone deaf a thing? Is that real? It's it is, but it's very, 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 very like one percent. A lot of people who are tone deaf just have a misfire between listening and producing, and we can we fix and you that can fix too. That? You can. The people who are really tone yeah. deaf, it's a nerve thing. Like there's no there, but usually tone deaf people, if you can speak not monotone, you're not tone deaf because you're technically singing with inflections. Yeah, you're just not matching up with what you're hearing. Yeah, and that there are exercises to fix that, but usually tone deaf people are very monotone because they can't hear inflections. It's a, it's a nerve damage. Oh. Has anybody ever met a monotone person? No, monotone? I don't think I have. I think I, I had think one so. professor who used to speak very in one place, very robotic, but that was it. My, yeah. yeah, my English teacher spoke like that, but I think that's just because he was like a miserable man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I feel bored. like that's usually when you run into it. He wanted just... to be a musician. He was just bored <laughs> with his life. Bored. Yep. 
Earth signs, <laughs> monotone. A lot of earth signs <laughs> and monotone. Yeah. Cool. So do you want to do? Do you want to hear a little bit more? Like yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So um, let's talk about the nasal stuff we were just talking about, like resonance, right? Mm. So uh, NG open mouth hum uh, is getting sound in the pharyngeal resonator, which is in the back of the throat, which connects the oral pharynx to the nasal pharynx. So this helps belting. If you can get this ringing, they call this the mix belt, right? We're going to work with this a little bit. I don't want you to overdo it, but NG sliding with a K in the front. So, so with that, definitely higher in the middle of the tongue because okay. the back's pressing again. So this is not a realistic thing. It's more visual. Imagine your hard palate raising up, but your soft palate staying a little bit lower. Let's go a little higher. So make that slide a little more legato, and on the way down, use less air, believe it or not. Hear the warmer sound in that? How yeah. it pulled into her face more? Two more. Last one. So now we're going to take that. Ah, eh, oh, oh. Slide. Ah, eh, oh, So on that A, higher tongue in the back, soft palate down, higher larynx. Okay, so that's much more edgy. So do that again, but increase the air so it doesn't get too tight. So remember on Saturday we were talking about that huh, feeling, that yes. open. Huh. One more time. Yep. And now you know where to go from there. Now, put M's in front of that. Close. So it began to spin, but there was a tightening, right? Yeah, now you can go tight again. Yeah, you can hear the changes in that, right? There's huge changes back and forth. And then if she can coordinate that properly, she'll be in good shape. Yeah. You know what I love about your technique? All you do is ask her questions. Like, what can you do? Like, you're telling yourself what you're doing wrong and what you have to do better. Oh, 100%. Like, that's the best part. You're yeah. just asking questions. Well, the thing is, like, I think, um, I, I'm going to say from experience, I tell students this all the time, you already know what to do, you just forgot. Yeah. yeah. So it's just reminding somebody to do it. And, and when, when you put, put the, the components, components together, they go, oh, yeah, that's what that is. Especially, Especially in the vocabulary of what they're feeling. You're just putting a label on what they're feeling, which is, I don't even say this. There's no such thing as wrong, at least in this, or maybe ever, but there's no such thing as wrong. It's just further from better. Right. Yeah, I imagine a ballerina learning how to, or a dancer, 
um, you know, with like a teacher with a yardstick that's like, your elbow's dropping too low, you know? And <laughs> it's like, you, like eventually you'll, ha you'll stop having your teacher being like, you know, you'll know. reminding you, you'll mm. just kind of align. And yeah. you're really just making these subtle, subtle changes to align. Exactly. Sure. It's like it's like muscle memory. Exactly. Yeah. It, is, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. there, I mean, just a couple of names: is thyroid muscle, cricothyroid muscle, vocalis muscle. These are all things, and there's so much more in between that have to move. So when we were doing like some of these B exercises, buh, 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 it causes compression. It causes a release of subglottal pressure. When we do the NG, it causes the mids to come in. When we do things like um, the all that stuff, it gets just the edges of the cords instead of the full bodies of the cords moving, and that's all muscle memory, muscle mm. activity. Yeah, I, I had no idea that you can use different levels of your vocal cords before I worked with Travis. Yeah, I don't know. There's the voice like, has, like has about five or six <laughs> layers that can come on and off. Yeah, so if I was here and I did like a full ma 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 ma, and then I went ma 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 ma, I can take different layers off of it. Huh. And then wow. you can train on that to get different sound effects for singers. Yeah, Travis is actually a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> He's wicked. It's crazy how it's like, it's a language. It is. It's, it you is. know, like you're, you're telling her to do things and me and him were just like. You were just like, oh, larynx. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Learn that in, in fourth grade music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Second grade music. Second do you grade think music. you could give yourself a vocal lesson? Like you could sing and ask yourself the right question. Like, all right, what are you doing wrong there, Travis? Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely like, think into I, I, I kind of yeah. do that when I do practice myself. Um, I take myself through different things and explore my own voice. Um, I do still take lessons, though, once a month with one of my teachers um, via mm. Skype because they're not in New York. And um, it's just more of a checkup because he knows I'm a teacher. And That's so cool. it's kind of like, I'm going to sing this for you and let's go through this. And I want you to hear me because I kind of know what's going on. That's not working for me right now, but I need your advice because le I want to just check in with you. Mm -hmm. So it's always, I think a teacher should always have a teacher. Yeah. It's just Absolutely. It's like a psychiatrist who has their own psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they need it. We're all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're all in it together. So it's you're like learning te new techniques always, right? You're just evolving all the time. I would say absolutely that's the thing that's great about music is the voice. Of course, there are, there are basics that the voice work with, but there are always limits that it could be pushed to, and you can find new things about how to do it. It's just it's like a recipe. No, mm. you learn a couple different things, and then you, you know, you keep tweaking it forever. You, you right. can always tweak it. You can say, okay, a little less of this and a little bit more of this. Of course, within the guidelines of healthy production, but when you do that correctly, you can. I mean, there's so much in between two notes that you don't hear, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with the voice. There's so much in between that you can fix and change, and it could change the entire way you sound. Yeah, we were talking earlier about finding better singers or not better but um, more evolved music in time and as that happens it's because these singers or these musicians are kind of finding what's in between and not following what was already done and yeah. that's what's great and that's what's good about the voice hell yeah uh, i love the voice yeah oh at the show no oh <laughs> your voice come on Her i voice. auditioned for the voice <laughs> Did you? I can't Did you? say anything good about it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. American Idol. No, I just, I just don't like the falseness of the way that they portray what the actual competition is. It's I all, believe that. It's all pre. Everybody knows it. It's predetermined. It's still fun to watch, so yeah. I won't crap. I just see the. Yeah. I just miss the old American Idol, where like you know the William Hung days, where. Remember that. I feel like that's when yes. it was real, and then it the just the pants kinda... on the ground guy. Yeah, everything. I feel like it's... my dad still sings that song. Everybody. Everybody. Your dad watching? That's the question. Is your dad watching? It probably is. Oh. Damn, this guy is so knowledgeable. That's my friend Patrick. You What's sound up, Patrick? Amazing as always. There you go. Thanks. That's my friend Helen. I worked with Helen in Nashville. Hi, Helen. Hi, Helen. Helen. Hi, Patrick. Aw. That's so cool. Wow, you're getting this a lot of cute. love out there. I know. That's I'm like, awesome. 
That's so sweet. <laughs> You're looking through my emails, Chuck? <laughs> Chuck, that's personal, man. Those are my emails. <laughs> you could go full screen if you hit the green on the top left. Full you know? screen with the green. The little green button. Um, so right, like, so like as Patrick pointed out, like you're extremely knowledgeable. Like as you said, you've been with other teachers. Do you find anybody who ha- who can speak like him and just? I think the level of education and passion that you have to have to do the level of training and in depthness that you have, you have to be like a psycho for voice, <laughs> and and also have the multi background. You have like the gospel, you have the classical training, you have, I mean, you have, you know, degrees and you've studied and you study on your own. And I think so many teachers are just like, it's my form of income. I'm just going right. to do my yeah. 30 just doing minutes it for the a week. Watching the clock. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't, if you, the voice is too complicated for you to treat it like a, a nine to five job. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you can, I mean, it's so. You can tell you're fully invested while you're like, all right, <laughs> oh, yeah. there's no way you could be thinking about what you're doing, eating for dinner or something while no, you're doing it's this. It's like a focus, yeah. you know, like yeah. when you get in this zone, you know, you get in this place and I, I, I just, your flow I love state. it. Like I love it. Like to flow state, vortex, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But yeah. yeah. So you get in there and uh, once you're in there, the answers just keep coming. Yeah. And then you, you, it's, it's amazing. And I like, like she said, I'll, I'll be at home. 11, 12 o'clock at night, just reading things and then challenging what I'm reading versus other things to try to figure things out and then exploring it for my students. But I, I am passionate about it. I do love, um, I love seeing them ahead of themselves. That's the best part. You see a student when they come in and you already can see who they already are and where they're going to go and you just make sure you just guide them there as opposed to teach them to become something. You just guide them to what they want. Yeah. And the more that they discover about what it is that they want, the more it grows. You're leading them to water. Yeah. Can't make them drink. Can't make them drink. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You're leading them. I mean, you got to be passionate about it to have, you know, 40 students a week. That's yeah. That's, that's, it's, a, that's a lot it's of incredible. doing it. It's, it's really incredible yeah, to see where it goes. Yeah, that was fast. I mean, how long has that been a thing? Three years we've been here, so just about three years. Yeah. Um, so it grew. I remember when I first came from the city to Long Island, I had like five people. And I was like, where are we going with this yeah. for five people? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. now I have... I have an assistant who texts people, oh, well, he gets booked a month in advance on Friday nights. So, hey. you know, so that's that's yeah. cool. So it's just, it's growing. I even you know? have yeah. to book a meeting with him a solid week and a half before. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm lucky. He, Travis is the only one that gives me an end time to a meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get that hard stop. And, yeah. and I have to wake up in the morning for him. It's always, yeah, we it's mean, always 9 a.m. 9 a.m. At the perk. My yep. extremely caffeinated cold brew. Oh, you meet at the cold perk? Brew. Yeah. At the perk, oh, yeah. Right and then there? at 10.30? Got to go because I have 11 o'clock coming in. It's <laughs> yeah. a good spot to meet, too. It's a great spot. Yep. Um, do you, are you done with the let? I mean, I, I would. we can give it over to her because her voice is in good shape. That was just a little, I mean. A little warmed up. A little warmed up. Sure. Do you feel like you need anything else? Because uh, you check the watch that's not as there. As I check the watch are that you, I forgot to put on. Are you feeling it? Am I feeling <laughs> it? We'll see if I'm feeling it. Um, no, I can play. I can play. So what yeah. are we going to hear tonight? Um, I released a single February 15th uh, called Feeling It that I recorded with uh, my friends Anthony and Ray out in Westfall Recording Studios. Uh-huh. Um, and I did a music video for it recently with Ian Fursa, who I'm dating now, which is wow. interesting. Wow. Yeah, I normally don't don't mix business with pleasure, but <laughs> but uh, you did. We worked really well <laughs> together, and I was like, hey, this is something. Um, but we did a really weird music video for it and released it, um, and that's the single that I'm promoting right now. Oh awesome. yeah. Yeah. That's oh, I'm gonna get my guitar you and do, do it. That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out Anthony at Westfall Lepardo. 
on love tour you, dude. Right now. Yeah, they're in Canada, right, or something yeah. like that. She's on tour with uh, Moontooth. Yeah, Nick Lee. Yeah. And Ray. Ray Marte. Yeah. Hell yeah. Ray's the man. Yeah, Ray they're all such cool can people. Can I tell you quickly about how many mix changes I had? Huh? Can yeah. you hear do me? Do it in the mic. Not from <laughs> back there. <laughs> um, uh, Ray. I made Ray remix the song like this song that you're easily about twelve times. Yeah, <laughs> easily twelve times. We he played drums on it, and then I was like, "Yo, we gotta scratch those drums. Like, this is not a rock song." Yeah. And then like he was, <laughs> and I was like, "Listen, I may have to take this song to another another team if you can't give me what I want." I didn't say it like that, but it was basically coming down to that. Mm. And um, he was like, "And I was just doing a bad job at giving them references." Like explaining what you like wanted? Like mix references, yeah. like sonically how I wanted it to sound. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to do my thing. And I let him just kind of do his thing. And he sent it back to me. I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> so <laughs> There you go. Yeah, you got to just let things go. Yeah. Um, so how's, how's my mic audio good? All right. This it's song's back. called Feeling It. You're getting so much love up there. I can't oh even. God. I cannot wait to go and read these comments. <laughs> I have no idea who signed it's up for this. It's all good stuff. This is a great time to to do the podcast. Yeah. The live thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Everyone's home. Oh God. I definitely think we need to do this again and have a few more people. Absolutely. You'll obviously have a few more singers. and get the I'll bigger stage. We'll get the bigger stage going and I'll bring <laughs> some singers out and they can all talk about things and maybe yeah. sing a few things for you guys. I love when, I, when musicians just jam. Like yeah. I can't play anything, or I could if I wanted to, I guess, learn. But sure you could. Yeah, I could. And I could sing, too. You see that? Apparently. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. can. Yeah, you're um, not tone deaf. No, I'm not. Me, yeah. me, 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 me. Yeah, I could. Can I sing? I could sing. Huh. You uh, seem like you'd be an opera singer. I'm feeling it. I hear a bass in his voice. I'm not bass, baritone. I, I want to get a, a voice lesson. Come one day. You live two blocks away from me. There's no <laughs> excuse. <laughs> we did the first podcast at his house, and they told me his address, and I was like, I can walk there. I was like, what? And when I put on the GPS, it said, it was. I think it was like less than a minute. <laughs> and then I saw right where the you were. I said, oh, stop. <laughs> the less than symbol yep, one. Less than <laughs> walking would have taken longer. So like Five-minute walking distance, 0.5 seconds driving. <laughs> Yeah, I need one. I want to learn how to sing. Like that was like my dream as a kid, if I could have a good voice. You could do it. I want to free my voice. Yeah. Wow. Do it. I know a great guy. Do that. That's why I changed my name. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah, you know. All right. What are we gonna hear right now? All right. We're gonna hear "Feeling It." I hope you're feeling it. For sure. Funny how it always goes Starts by drinking from the rose-colored glasses Rose-colored glasses Pictured poetry and prose You said you'd give me shit to grow You should teach classes I'm talking not your ass, yeah Never give a dog a bone Unless you're gonna take him home Puppy eyes are cute till they're grown But I thought I brought a man back home 
mic up i don't hear it no more no we shut you down you guys shut oh. my mic down. <laughs> that was so good dude. <laughs> thank you thank oh. you well, i remember um, coaching her through some of those parts and that's yeah as, uh, as i was listening i was like there it is there oh yeah <laughs> there it is we got it yeah. <laughs> the, the round what did you what was it the the little the little the, yep the little flipped over that little that, that little thing. yeah you guys don't even know it's the little the little <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah everyone knows that it's yeah. yeah what yeah. was that uh <laughs> was that about the x that was about that was I've dated a lot. That <laughs> was about that was about a another ex. Um yeah. after the Nashville thing, I got into another relationship that was definitely um put put out to be a lot better than it was. Mm-hmm. And he kinda was like he he came from money and all that and like it was so much fun. It gave me a lot of attention. I thought it was gonna turn into something great and it wasn't. And so when I was just like, I'm done. It was like this stark, like, I ain't feeling shit now. Yeah, like, yeah. I was feeling it. I was feeling this, but it's over. It was just like a black, like a like a black and white cut yeah. separation. I just kind of wanted to burn him. So oh. I just got mad and started writing really angry lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> was it right at? Do you rem- remember when you write it? Like, was it right after? Is I that have how you do no stuff? recollection of writing this really? song. <laughs> Actually, I remember <laughs> writing a lot of songs, but this one... Um, I don't remember how I wrote it. Oh, Anthony from Westfall sent me the track. 
um, I was because I write on my acoustic guitar and I write I write in my studio a lot, but I wanted to collaborate with him and um, I was kind of going through like a s like a soul searching style like searching when I got back into music and um, I kind of did some more pop rock stuff and then he sent me this like really chill vibey track and I was like I love that mm -hmm. so I just sat at home with my microphone. And it like I just loaded the track into Pro Tools, and I was just like ad libbing, ad libbing, and then I just kind of got into this like I was feeling it, I was feeling it, and then I guess that's how it got born. Wow. So we actually have a, we have a question up there. Um, we have a question. Can't We're asking. I'm pretty sure it's your sister. Oh, Christina. She wants to know if you can talk about how you control your emotions when you sing songs that are personal to you. You know, is it something that you think about in your sessions or? Definitely something that I think about in my sessions. I just love that I'm at the point in my life right now where my sister's asking me a question <laughs> through a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I just so, that's so cute. Made it. I made it. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Um, that's a big, that's, a, that's something that I really do struggle with, and I was really satisfied with my performance tonight. Um, I think it has a lot to do with your ability to channel the moment. Um, for sure, being technically savvy is helpful because you can you can kind of just naturally flow in and out of the more gritty, less gritty, more breathy, less breathy, you know, just you can use the tools to emote the way that you're feeling. But I think ultimately you have to go back to what the song means and and you know, tell the story, you know, the verses are usually more of the storyline and the chorus is a little bit more of the point. Mm -hmm. And are you are you driving the point home? Or are you kind of just like, you know, are you kind of just like saying something that is a little bit more passive? So the message of the song really has a lot to do with the emotions that you're singing. Gotcha. I hope I answered the question. Right. Yeah. So no, actually, I would like your opinion on this too. When I was at a uh, singing competition the other day, one of the artists said that, um, she had written the song that was the hardest for her to write because it was at the worst time in her life, but it's her favorite to sing because she's no longer there. Mm. So do you think about that? Like when you sing a song like that, that, that you're past that moment. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes s I had a voice teacher, not you, but it was like the one thing that stuck with me from another voice teacher. Um, he said, when you're sad, sing like you're laughing or like you're like try to do the mm -hmm. reverse it's just like a like a little thing to trick you mm -hmm. because sometimes when you're really really sad and you're trying to be sad it's like it cancels it out mm -hmm. somehow um but yeah i mean like when you pass that point of being sa sad or whatever you were when you originally wrote the song you kind of have to use tricks to get yourself back into some some sort of story because you can't relate to it anymore right mm -hmm. um it's like acting. It's like acting. Like you have acting, to find you a sure. get sad yeah. if you're doing a sad role. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The opposite of yeah. So Are you doing another song? Um, or what were you thinking? Please. I can do another song. Yeah. You got Mo? It's not as refined, but. Um, so I'm kind of in the process of writing more music. Well, I'm always writing music, but I really am trying to cultivate like a. Sound and a style, so kind of yeah. like trying to find a song to follow up feeling it. Mm -hmm. And I really like this one, it's called Cut Me Deep. Okay. Do you want me to beg you? What do you want me to come cry after you? You put me up, now you're cut, cutting me down, down. 
What you want, it's all about what you need. What I want, it's not about what I need. You promised love, but there's too much hate in your heart. Heart. But if I'm gonna have to fight you, better give me all you got. Yeah, I know that you give me good love, and you tell me that I'm the only girl that you see. We could burn the rain if you rub us together. You got a temper, oh, you got a hot, hot temper. You got a hot, hot temper. You know how to cut me deep, how to fuck with me. Is this hell or heaven? Do you love the chase? Is that why you came? Is that why you came? We could be so up, but it never takes long. Long to fall, oh, all the way down. It can't be too good for the both of us. Oh, don't you remember what we discussed? Oh, I know that you give me real good loving. You tell me that I'm the only girl that you see. We could burn the rain if you rub us together. You got a temper, oh, you got a hot, hot temper. You got a hot, hot temper. You know how to cut me deep, how to fuck with me. Is this hell? I can't tell. Do I love you? Do I hate you? Is this hell? Heaven can't help me now. I gotta do it on my own somehow. Do you want me to beg you? What do you want me to come cry after you? You put me up, now you're cut, cutting me down. I know that you give me real good loving. You tell me that. I'm the only girl that you see. We could burn the rain if you rub us together. You got a temper, oh, oh you got a hot, hot temper. You got a hot, hot temper. You know how to cut me deep, how to fuck with me. Is this hell or heaven? Oh, oh, oh. oh. So Thanks, good. Guys. You wow. got Jason dancing over there. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Swinging back and forth. Yeah, that, that was really beat. good. That's awesome. I Thanks, loved guys. it. Loved it. Um, yeah, we're summing it up now, right? Just about. Um, is there anything you guys came on that you wanted to say that you didn't say? Like, were you thinking, like, I want to let this out? I think my, my entire dreams and aspirations have completely all been fulfilled since my mom's on watching. <laughs> yeah. watching. That's awesome. <laughs> Are you, are you a gigging musician? Um, that's a complicated question. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> so I I play I play instruments for people if they hire me. Mm -hmm. um, I just got off tour as a tour manager. Okay. Uh, I've played some shows myself, um, but it's kind of hard to do it when you don't have a band. Right. And I mean, I've set up backing tracks and stuff, but it's just not as fun. So temporarily, I'm not gigging. Okay. But I will be, and I have. Is there an EP in the works? Anything like that? Uh, desperately working on it, <laughs> <laughs> but you can find feeling it on like every like streaming download cool. platform. Where where can we find everything of yours? Anything? We uh, all of out? my handles are exactly the same. Mm -hmm. They're I am Aya Nori A Y A N O R I. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. 
about Free Your Voice? Where can we get it? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is Free Your Voice New York. I have not been on there in a minute, so um, <laughs> if I don't respond, that's fine. But Instagram is uh, Free Your Voice, and that's you are free, you are voice. And, and if they want to book a session with you? If they want to book a session, they can um, send me a DM or they can email us at info at freeyourvoice.com. Awesome. Um, check out the website as well, freeyourvoice.com, uh, because of that saying. And uh, yeah, awesome. I mean, anything I would have threw in there is just for any singers that are watching, uh, never doubt your abilities because they're already in there. Wow, he answered the question That's before you even asked it. Yeah, I didn't even ask it <laughs> for you. I like finding out what people pretend like the whole world is listening to us. Mm-hmm. What message would you need to portray to them? That you th- urgent message. Uh, I guess don't take don't take things too seriously because you'll miss the point. Mm. Just mm. En- enjoy wow, like enjoy the moment. Be here now. Be here and now. Have fun. Yeah. It's yeah. all about games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're gonna get into it. Oh next yeah, time. <laughs> but can it's I, all can ties in. Can I be in. here for that? I want to sure. be for the spiritual podcast. You're a spiritual person. I mean, I I can partake in the conversation, <laughs> but oh, I would yeah. I would like to listen. Like What's to your listen. sign, by the way? I'm an Aries. Me too. Fire. Finally, another Aries. <laughs> it's your season. I know. Thank God. When's yeah. your birthday? April 11th. I'm April 10th. Oh, there you oh. go. Oh, birthday. birthday week coming up. <laughs> Fire. Fire yeah. up. Yeah, we'll, we'll burn down <laughs> the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, well, thank you guys. You guys. Thank, you thank you guys. So this was this was awesome. Yeah. This yeah. was really cool. Definitely, we'd thank love to you. do more of it whenever. Yeah, you yeah, yeah absolutely. This was cool. This was something new. I haven't seen people do before. Nah. So yeah, me neither. Awesome. Can't wait to watch it. Right. Yeah. For your for your voice. <laughs> for your voice. Ayanori. 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 Yeah. Rizzo on the move. Live mic. Viper Studios. Chuck Moses. Jason Woods. Unit three, yeah. Studio A. Where are we? <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Holbrook, Holbrook, <laughs> Long Holbrook, Island, New York, New York United States. <laughs> yeah, well, I love the zip code. Oh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Can't forget Spider Man. Spider Man. Thank you to our sound and well, video crew on the other side of this. Yes. And, uh, thanks, guys. This is a great thank one, you. guys. Thanks for coming on. Awesome. Yeah. We will see you guys again soon. Definitely. Awesome. Thank Peace you, guys. Bye, everybody. Thank you to Aya's family. <laughs> Thank you, my entire family. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. Uh, feel free to hit me up if you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to talk. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>